Hello and welcome to the Just Me podcast, produced in association with the Armory. I am one of your co-hosts, Justin Diodato. I'm another one, Andy Fitch. Uh, and, and I'm also one, Heather Jules Booth. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. And we have a guest today. Mm. Um, Andy, why don't you do what you do so well? Well, unlike other episodes, <laughs> on this episode, we have somebody come on and talk about something that is unique to them. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> but I am excited to have this person here. Uh, it is the multi-talented Matt Schrader. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I am I am sick of all the guests that we've had that had just one talent. <laughs> yeah. Just one, just just hardline one talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. freaking podcast posers. Yeah. Like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> what do you mean? You've got, like, one. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you, play, like one you play ping pong? Cool. Now what? Yeah. Right. You don't know how many podcasts we've recorded that never made it to air mm-hmm. because we had nothing to talk about. Yeah. For the fabulous conversationalists that Dustin and I are, <laughs> we couldn't pull it out of them. Too much ping yeah. pong. Because of the damn one talent. Those, those mo- the mono talents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, great. You got an Olympic medal for ping pong. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Cool. Now what? Great. <laughs> I bit the gold. Great. Yeah. Right. It's three minutes of conversation. Yeah, now exactly. we're done. Um, so anyway, why don't you tell us about... One of your things, yeah, uh, about your just me thing. Sure, 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 sure. So, um, yeah, so my 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 just me thing. Um, wait, should I talk about other stuff first, like what, like I do, or do we just jump right into? No, just just, ju- just jump right in. We'll get there. Right oh, get there. Your, oh yeah. sweet, I get it. All right, sweet. All right, so my just me thing is, uh, I just like uh, I like spooky stuff. I like I like scary stuff. I'm into the the supernatural, you know, ghosts and demons and ghouls. Yeah, um, I, I heard they've come to visit you. Uh, yeah, yeah. As a, as a matter of fact, um, when I was so I, I get yeah, I'll just jump right into this. Yeah. So I and I think that I I would guess that this is probably where it started. Is um, so growing up uh, as a little kid, uh, the first house that I really remember was this two uh, hundred plus year old colonial, and uh, this was this was in upstate New York near Albany. And surprisingly, that wasn't the house that was haunted. So we moved out of there and into this house. It was probably only about 50 years old on a busy road. And um, So you were in a, a 200-year-old colonial, and mm-hmm. that was just fine? Yeah, it was fine for me. My okay. brother says that he thinks it was haunted. He says he would hear voices calling his name from the basement mm-hmm. and the oh. like. Yeah. and um, I'm already freaked out. Okay. Yeah, and and my dad thinks it was haunted by uh, by a chimney that he was certain was going to collapse what? it by, by a chimney. It was just a really bad chimney that he thought was going to fall over at any time. That's what haunted him. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but uh, we moved to this house that was probably like I think only about fifty years old, and my brother and I lived in a separate kind of almost apartment attached to the house. It like had, a, it had two bedrooms and a kitchen and a living room and a bathroom. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, can you imagine like two kids, two brothers, two years apart, growing up and like having basically their own apartment? Mm-hmm. It was sweet. Like, we, how, how old, old were? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How old were you when this was? Your uh, own apartment? We, yeah, we were. I mean, I was probably from the ages of like five to about fifteen. What? Yeah. So about ten years we were in there, and it was awesome. It was great, except for the fact that that place would just just creep me out. Like, I could rarely be up there by myself. The whole place or just the place you and your brother stayed? Just the place where me and my brother stayed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you know that feeling when you walk into some place and you're alone, but you don't feel like you're alone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It was like that all the time. It always felt like something was was watching us. That's really rough for, like, a five-year-old. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Geico money? <laughs> what? 
I said, like the Geico money. It's <laughs> <laughs> always there. Terrible joke. Oh, always there. We would, I would be playing with my Legos and then up above the stack Lego pot. Yep, and the stack of freaking money is there. <laughs> really and was this still upstate near Albany? Yeah. Like in a different part near Albany? Yeah. yeah what part? A, uh, East Skodak okay. is where we were. Yeah. Um, and so I guess like an old lady lived there before we did. Um, she didn't die there. She moved out. Um, but uh, yeah, so... As far as, like, the things that happened there, I mean, I had tons of nightmares, but I feel like a lot of kids have nightmares. It's like a normal kid thing, right? Um, <laughs> yes, no? Can't get no? I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a half and half. Okay. I had, I had nightmares. Did you really? Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 you tell your story, I, then I want to follow it up with okay. it. With a, right. it's either I, I, which is either a ghost story or a nightmare. I argue ghost story. Nice. But All right. Ahead. Nice. All right. Okay, well, maybe, maybe we can parse that out. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, besides the nightmares, when I would be falling asleep a lot of the time, I would feel like something uh, would like like be touching my forehead or like laying its hand on my chest. And there would be times that I could actually watch the covers like compress down, and then it would oh, feel yeah. like something was <clears throat> was like touching my chest, like super super creepy, right? And uh, so that's that's one thing that would happen. Um, one of the one of the bigger things would be uh, <laughs> uh, one time. Middle of the day, um, I was in the bathroom uh, doing a number two, and which is like the perfect time for a haunting to happen. Mm-hmm. By the way, and <laughs> you weren't expecting it. So. I, I was. I was not. I was. I was relaxed. And um, and you're. And where are you gonna go? To? Where am I gonna go? Like, <laughs> if they gonna mess call? with you, like you're <laughs> yeah. you're stuck. I am. I am straight up stuck. Yeah. Like I'm on the second floor. In the no, that's it. The ghost knew. So, um, so as I'm sitting there, something just starts to pound on the door, like, like, like really, really hard and aggressively, like bam, 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 bam. Like the door was shaking and my mom was home. So I started screaming for my mom and I could hear her coming up the stairs. And as soon as she got to the top of the stairs, the pounding stopped. And then she of course ran over to the bathroom and opened the door. And I was so scared. I wasn't even embarrassed at that point. Um, yeah, so that's probably like the really big thing. Yeah, no, that, um, I I already have chills. What did she say? Was she, was she she just like, oh, that's nothing? Or like, how did, what what was her reaction? I, 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 yeah, I, I think, um, to, to quote Egon Spengler, I was terrified beyond the capability of rational thought. Mm. So, um, I, I don't think I, I don't really remember that well, but I remember her thinking like, okay, no, nothing really happened. Mm -hmm. Like, relax. You know, did, right. Did you kid. did you like see if it was your brother or like like when you first heard the knocking? I assume you weren't immediately like ghost. Right. Well, the thing is, is I knew that I did. Yeah, I didn't really. Now that you mention it, but I, I think I kind of did the math later, mm. and like nobody else was home. Okay. You know, my my brother was at school. I, I can't even remember. But yeah, my dad was at work. It was just my mom and me, and my mom was definitely downstairs. So, um, I think initially I had no idea what it was. It was just a loud, scary noise. Okay. You know, then later on I was kind of like, well, okay, I was alone and this is a spooky place. So that's kind of what I figured it was. Yeah. That is is frightening. Yeah. So whatever it was, who knows? It goes just really had to go. It just, right. That's the thing. (laughs) The kid get out of there. Yeah. You've been in there too long. (laughs) This ghost is got to go. Um, and that was the only time you ever heard the, the knocking. Yeah. That was the only time I ever heard that. You know, okay. up up there. So another thing that happened, um, and this is something that my brother also experienced, 
was um, this is uh, we walk we were we walked downstairs, and after you walk downstairs, you kind of have to walk through a living room, and there's a big picture window to the right, some couches to the left, and then just kind of a little space behind one of the couches. And uh, as we're walking through this living room to get to uh, to then subsequently go through a hall and then to a TV room, from behind one of the couches comes this incredibly loud and terrifying roar. Like, from nothing nothing that we'd ever heard mm-hmm. before. And we both just jumped out of our skins and then sprinted to the TV room where we found both of our parents laying down. Because initially we were like, okay, dad, like, what's He's the fucking deal? with you, yeah. He's fucking mm-hmm. with us, right? But um, he was laying down. Like, he, it was absolutely not him. Like, he did like to scare us. Mm-hmm. And I realize I'm hurting my credibility by saying that. But... Um, we did, you know, like I said before, you know, we did the math and like, there's no way he could have, he could have made it. So, and you both heard it. So you were both, you like both in agreement that it happened. Yes. And actually I asked my brother like a year ago, I'm like, Hey dude, you remember the couch roar? And he's like, Oh yeah. Oh wow. I remember that. Yeah. Real, real scary. Couch roar. The couch roar. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, so what the heck was that? Yeah. You know? And did you guys ever look into, sorry, um, like the history of the house or anything about it? Did you try to find out? That's a really good idea. No, yeah. um, I still haven't, and I should. Yeah, I would be so it. curious to know, like what what's going on find over out. there. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Like I guess we never really did because we always kind of figured like, well, this is kind of a newer house. Sure. So fifty years, and you're thinking like, yeah, well, what, what can happen what in fifty happen? years? I mean, but there's plenty of time for murder. Sure, in 50 a years. lot. Fifty Absolutely. years. That's a lot of murder. Plus, yeah. murder fifty people one per year. One per year. I mean, honestly, like you, that's. Not even that much. No, it's not. <laughs> right. You could do two per year. You could right if Jeez. you really want to. Yeah, yeah. pick up the pace. Um <laughs> but uh but also like who knows what was there before that right, house. Right, before it was a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like there might have been other houses mm-hmm. there. Um maybe things were buried there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, any number of things. Like people have been settled on that land for many, many years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, especially up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I apologize if I've told this story before, but it's relevant for right now. Uh, I was, um, I, I moved in. This isn't my ghost story. I'll come back for my ghost story, but this is mm-hmm. it related to that point. Um, is, um, I lived on Long Island for a while and, uh, where the house that we lived in, they built, it was part of like a development. So there were like, they were all townhouses. So it was like 15 houses built you know, all at one time. Uh, and so I moved there when I was like 13 and I was, um, at one point my parents were away and I was hanging out with a friend who was dropping me off at the apartment. And, um, and, and he's like, uh, so you know what happened here, right? And I was like, no, what, what happened here? It's like, oh, a little while back, uh, there was something called the Say You Love Satan Murders, um, where basically, um, these like sort of like not quite devil worshiper kids, but just like bad kids, um, decided to like kill this kid and basically like kept trying to get him to say, say you love Satan. And finally he did. And then they murdered him and then they left his body in the woods for a week. And they slowly brought like people from the school to be like, look at the kid we murdered. He's right here. Oh my God. Uh, and then eventually like one of the kids was like, yeah, no, that's not a, that's not, that's not cool. Like it's, you know, and ratted the kid out and then those kids went to jail and they like, they made a movie about it called, I think it was like Ricky six or something like that. This is real. Yeah. What was this? The eighties? Yeah. Oh man. The eighties. So, but the, but the murder, the murder was like in the middle of these woods. So like, that's where like nobody ever happened upon it. Um, and then they cut down the woods 
and then they built my house. Oh, no. So my house oh, was no. built, like, on top of where this kid was murdered. No. Yeah. Uh, oh. And my my friend was, like, told me the story. And he was like, okay, well, you're, you're home now. And then, like... Sleep tight. Yeah. Yeah, have fun. My parents were away. So it was, like, just me in the house with, like, every fucking light on. Because yeah. I was like, I, this is going to be, like, now that he knows that I know... This right. is the night that he's going to kill me. Right, he's gonna he's gonna get you. Or, yeah. yeah, and then he's gonna be like, "Look at what I did." Yeah, yeah. Oh it's me. Yeah, that's terrifying. Uh, that's, yeah, so I do know the story of where he's yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, there there was a, a murder there. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, but the ghost story, like, which it, it wasn't even necessarily like a ghost story. It was, mm-hmm. but it was. Um, I was uh, before we moved into that house. Um, I. My parents got divorced, but I was living, so I was living with my mom. But on the weekends, I would go visit my dad. And since there was no need for me to have, like, my own room specifically, and he was, you know, less financially doing well as he, than he is now, um, I slept on a cot in, in their room uh, that was super uncomfortable, as mm-hmm. cots tend to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to bed, and I was just, like, you know, trying to fall asleep, but I, did, I couldn't. Um, and I was just watching, like, the window, which had, like, Venetian blinds. Um, and then, like, all of a sudden, I just see, like, a hand reach through them and, like, pull the blinds down. What? Um, and I just scream, like, mur- like bloody murder. Just like, oh, my God, somebody come, somebody come. Like, um, and they came in, they running, you know, like, uh, and I was like, what? You know, and I and I pointed to it and I said, it, like, you know, somebody, somebody was trying to get in, somebody was trying to get in. And that... That window goes to a deck, basically, you know. So theoretically, somebody could have tried to open the window and, like, reach through. So I thought, like, maybe somebody was trying to murder me. But, like, all the windows were locked, you know, from the inside. So there was no way somebody could have gotten there. But yet, like, I can tell you right now, I can still visualize that hand, like, pulling the, pulling the like, that part of the blinds down. And it scared the fuck out of me. But that is, yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Good God. So were you, um, do you remember, were you close to falling asleep at that point? No, because it was like, I had just, I, I had been in there for a little bit, but mm-hmm. like, I, I guess like that was their assumption was that like, it was a hallucination from like being like half asleep and yeah. seeing it, which I mean, it's, it's possible. Right. Um, but like, I did not get the sense that that's what it was that right, night. Like right. I didn't, if I fell asleep... I fell asleep and then went instantly into the room that I was in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If I was in dream state. But it could have been one of those halfway things, but like yeah, but I, I, I felt something like in that in the way that you were saying, like I felt not alone. I felt not alone in yeah. that in that way. Yeah. Um so do you remember when you started screaming at that point? Did the hand just kind of let go or did it just kind of dissipate? I don't I don't recall. I think it let go. Yeah. Um but I like I think I was just so like screaming, like yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. I think I went like where I was looking at it, and then when I screamed, I was screaming towards the door, which was in a different direction, sure, to get them to to come. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but that yeah. that's like the closest thing that I have. I know that like um, when when I lived in my old apartment, uh, like there was a long hallway, like you'd go out of the bathroom and then. Um, you could turn immediately right and go into the bathroom or you could turn left and go like down a long hallway to go to the living room. And I never looked down the hallway because every time in my head, it was like, there's going to be something there mm-hmm. and I'm going to see it. And as long as I don't <laughs> look at it, 
it's like it's gonna be okay. Can't get <laughs> like, you. Yeah, but I, just I always don't make eye contact. Yeah, but I always had that pre- that sense of like, um, there's something, something here. Yeah. So I know where you're coming from. Yeah, but for like sure. your your stuff sounds like next level shit. My stuff is yeah. just like me I, being a scaredy cat. I know. I'm. Mm, I don't know, man. Like a hand coming out and yeah. grabbing blinds. You know, from a locked window from the inside. That's no. That's pretty scary. Yeah. Well, you were saying you you saw a depression on the sheets on your chest. Yeah. Like that seems because it, there's like a actual tactile right thing. Like I'm curious about that because like a hand on a chest and a hand on a forehead typically is like a very gentle way of touching another person. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing is like when I remember when that happened, I never felt threatened with that stuff. Just annoyed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, did you, did you feel it though? Or did you just see the impression? No, I would, I would feel it. And the thing is, is like, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, did that really happen? Did I imagine that or something? And I think a lot of it, like, I was just kind of, a, I was a kid, and so I'm like, well, this is normal. This is just how it is, you know? But I remember feeling something, like, right here, like, right, kind of, mm. I'm, like, I'm touching, like, between my eyes right now. Mm. And, like, yeah, and then on my chest. And, yeah, and then I would just kind of brush it off, you know? Um, and it didn't feel like that kind of, like, I don't know, like, bug, or, oh, like, I spider totally, web type feeling. Right. No, 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 like, 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 like a hand or fingers. Hmm. Yeah, like I totally know what you mean. Like, not the kind of like the skittery buggishness. Look, okay, there's like I every so often like, you know, like a piece of my own hair will like fall down my forehead and it'll sure. feel like a bug, and I'm like, <laughs> what? The? Like I don't realize that it. Oh it man! Wasn't. So but, when you when you brush, did you feel like you were like, the same? If you were like hitting someone's hand? No, I wouldn't feel anything. Okay. At all when I did that, yeah. Um, but the, the bug thing made me think of another story from up there. Now, it's not entirely ghost-related, but it is kind of creepy. Um, so there was this one time my brother and I were falling asleep, and there was this bug flying around the ceiling. And it was pretty big. It was probably like over an inch long, but we're not, whatever. It's not going to bother us. We're just going to go to sleep. So I wake up to my brother screaming, and he's like hopping around the room with this thing attached to his lower lip. It had just clomped onto his lower lip. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, did, he, he just ripped it off and killed it with a pillow and then flushed it down the toilet. Absolutely not. A pillow? Yeah. yeah. He, he hit it with that pillow a lot. Well, you got like, like, to suffocate that bug. Yeah, it might have just been stunned, it's to be like honest. The eyelid bees. Did you guys see that thing? About yeah, that? I saw yeah. the eyelid bees. Oh, oh my, my God. God. This woman, uh, look mm-hmm. it up. This woman, I don't like, think I this want woman you was. Based on the description. This woman basically was like digging. I forget the detail of it, but like she was digging her dad's grave or something. And these, she, she was digging this, her dad's yeah, grave. This is the part where I'm like, look this part up. Cause I'm paraphrasing and I don't want to get it wrong <laughs> to bury but him or to, I think it was exhume. to like leave something okay. with him. And she felt like something sting at her and she thought it was an irritation. And then her eye got swollen and she went to the doctor and it was sweat bees was what the doctor called them. And it's like bees that feed on your sweat and they were inside her eyelid. It was horrifying. Like, yeah. I was like, no, Absolutely not. I mean, these bees were literally like, drinking her tears. Yep. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, no, it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Sweat, and they call exist? them sweat bees. Terrible. I'm just like no. Yeah, get out. I mean, I've never heard. I mean, I get, know. Get out. Yes. Uh, yeah. Get, 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 that's enough. Get out. Enough. You bees. 
That happens enough that they have a name for it? That was the part that terrified me as well, that they called them, they were like, oh, these are sweat bees. Well, here's the thing, like, I've heard of sweat bees. Like, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they come and they, they drink your sweat and then they buzz off and it's no big deal. Sorry, what? No, what? I've never heard of them getting in somebody's eye. Like, that was new to me. I've never heard of them. I've never heard of sweat bees. Have you heard of sweat bees? I have not heard of sweat bees. No. I wonder if it's like, because I remember, you know what, now that I think of it, the first time I heard of them might have been after moving to the Midwest. Oh. I was just going to ask you about this, because New York, upstate New York especially, I mean, obviously there's, like, famous horror movies set in Long Island. Yeah. Based on real events, but like... We got Amityville. Yep, Amityville. But New York as a state has a lot of history of, like reported hauntings or sightings or mm-hmm. things like that. And I feel like most of what I hear, it's like Mississippi, Louisiana, mm-hmm. kind of like True. that era area of the South. And then like New York and then like New England for like ghost stuff. I don't ever hear about in like popular culture stuff or like on TV shows or anything. I don't hear about like, you know, some Iowa hunting or like, <laughs> sure. No, they get, a, they corn get aliens. Fields. Right, but like the only cornfield thing is You're like right. field of dreams. And right. That, yeah. That was well, awesome. Those are, those <laughs> are right. Good. Right. That's those, like a cool haunting. Yeah. Cool haunting. Yeah. Those are cool ghosts. Those are cool. Right? Yeah. But yeah. you had experiences in, in Wisconsin. I mean, and you know, that's actually kind of interesting because all my experiences were in New York. As soon as I moved oh. to Wisconsin, there's like nothing. But, um, I mean, Wisconsin and the Midwest, they do have their, their fair share of stuff. And I think a big part of it is there's simply, number one, there's more history, you know, in, uh, like down South along the Eastern sure. seaboard and whatnot. And there's so like just, more people that were killed. Yeah, more people that were killed, a longer time for people to have been there, yeah. you know? And, and I mean, I mean the diversity like, of people to yeah. bring stories also. Right. I mean, yeah. one, one might argue that there were a bunch of, like, indigenous people there before. Yeah. And I mean... and In uh, all the other places, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, no, and that's, a, that's a fair <laughs> argument, you know? So, um, and I, and to be honest, I don't know about the uh, the populations of that, um, but I think, that's a, I think that's a big part of it. Um... And I also think that there's that like there are certain things that like make people make stories, and I feel like the Northeast, the people like to make stories about the Northeast, you know, mm. and people like to make stories about the South, and then there's the Midwest, yeah, you know. <laughs> and I consider myself from the Midwest now. Um, but that said, um, there is there are these series of ghost hunting movies uh, called A Haunting, and you can find them all on Amazon Prime. These are like. Fictitious or they're documentaries? They're they're essentially documentaries. Are they do they have an exclamation point at the end? Is they it like should. A haunting. A haunting. Well, that's the musical. <laughs> oh great. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh they are basically created by this guy named uh Stephen uh Stephen Prozac Shippy. Prozac is his rapper name. Okay. <laughs> and like the and they are all set in Saginaw, Michigan. And Saginaw, Michigan is the most haunted place in the world, at least per these documentaries. Mm. But I will, I, I will say they're excellent. Like if you enjoy ghost hunting shows, check out all of them. They are 100% worth your time. They're all super fun and really, really well produced. Do they, they make it seem like plausible that they're, yeah, they really do. They really do. Like it was uh, for, for many months, Emma and I, like what we would do is we'd come home from like a shot for shot 
and uh, we, we we would just watch a haunting. Good time to do it. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was just like you know, like we're drunk. It's one a.m. Yeah, let's, let's, let's watch let's a haunting. Let's there. All right, what do you what do you got, Prozac? <laughs> <laughs> They're super fun though. But yeah, I mean, so that that made me think of like you know, a haunt hauntings in the Midwest. Hmm. And then there's also like this series of books called uh, like Weird and then a State. Uh, I've seen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like you can find all those for like a weird weird Illinois, weird Wisconsin, yeah. Michigan, etc. But um, but yeah, like as far as like like concentrations of hauntings, yeah, you you see a lot more. You're right in the east and the south. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if like part of that is, you know, like it's cold here, so like you're where are you're the like, ghosts gonna go? But indoors. Well, just well, I'm saying like in terms of like stories or like sharing experiences yeah. or something like historically, like you have a lot more close quartered space to like. Yeah just be talking about stuff. Yeah. Right. And you have all the theaters too, which I worked front of house at a lot of theaters and every theater came with like a haunting story. Where oh, like, yeah. oh, this thing has happened. This thing has happened. Well, I mean, they have a light this... specifically for ghosts. Yes, exactly. So, what, what, is that, what does that mean? The ghost light. It's a light that you leave on. So you turn everything else off in the theater. Everyone leaves, but you leave this one light on to like, so the ghosts don't get you. That's why right. that light's always mm-hmm. on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think that's what it's called, a ghost light. If you think about it, I do it, not know that. It would make a lot of sense that theaters are haunted because yeah. if if ghosts are real, I'm making quote air quotes, mm-hmm. um, then they're probably made out of energy of some sort. Mm-hmm. And how much energy is there in a theater? A lot, a mm. lot, a lot of energy. It's a yeah. lot to feed on. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we definitely like had things that happened to us at the theaters that we were like, oh, this is not explainable. So, really? Yeah. Yeah, we had the St. James had this, we would be upstairs in the mezzanine level and these doors would unhook and there was no physical way for them to actually unhook. Like we would try to unhook them with our hands and they were very firmly hooked. Right. But you would walk up to the door and it would just go and unhook. And I was like, all right, I don't know what my thoughts are on this, but that seems very ghostly. That's rather ghostly. Yeah. 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 Um. You know, it's, and this is actually something I'm kind of going back a little bit now um, to your thing with the blinds is, and I don't know what it made me think of this, but a lot of times when like some sort of like supernatural uh, thing is about to manifest, uh, this thing called the Oz effect will happen mm-hmm. where, and usually I think a lot of times it happens in the woods because it's just more obvious, but the air gets kind of thick and like all the animals get super quiet. And uh, there's, then there's almost like an electricity in the air, and then something weird happens. Okay, here's the thing, guys. We're going to finish recording this, <laughs> and my wife's not here, so you're all going to stay <laughs> until... I thought you were going to say we were going to check for ghosts. No, we're, all, we're also going to check for ghosts. We can cool. check for... Yeah. But yeah. you guys are going to stay until she gets home, because I am not staying in the w- apartment by myself. going to be like, peace, Dustin. No. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> have fun with the ghosts. See ya, Dustin. Have fun with the ghosts. Yeah, because my assumption is when you start talking about them, they're like, oh, were you, were you talking about us? Yeah. Okay. Right. They okay. wake up. Yeah. You know, I, I actually do kind of like, I I do kind of put some belief in that. Mm-hmm. They like when you talk about them, when you give them attention, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. again, that's energy. You know, I'm actually um, kind of convinced that uh, that Emma, my girlfriend's place, is haunted. Really? In particular, yeah, her her bedroom, because every time I walk in there, I get that feeling like, oh, I'm not alone. There's like somebody in here with me, and I'll I'll and walk. And it's not Emma. And it's not it's not <laughs> Emma. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Once it was Emma. I was like, oh oh. <laughs> right. Okay. I forgot. Oh yeah, you live here. I forgot. Yeah, this is your. Okay, this is your house. I I made a mistake. I'm. 
How'd I end up in Jackson Heights? Going back to Astoria. <laughs> one, um, one could argue why you've been in Emma's room so much without her being there. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think uh, that is a, a fair question. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, like, like, well, I'll be going to her house and like, I'll just get there before her. Okay. Right. And I know you're joking, but... Yeah, no, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, but, but really. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I like to hang out and <laughs> stare at the wall. Um, that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> but, like, like, seriously, like, I'll be, I'll be in bed, and I'll have my back to the wall, and I swear it feels like there's somebody right behind me, you know? And the reason that I'm, like, I give that any credence at all is that there are plenty of times I'm sitting there with my back to the wall, and it doesn't feel like there's somebody behind me. Sure. Mm-hmm. You Has know? Emma described similar feelings? Yes. <gasps> yeah, yeah. She Specifically in the bedroom? Yes. That's yeah. a freaky ghost. Yeah. I, like, I'm in the minority here, and I'm assuming I'm in the minority in general, just based on who I've talked to about this stuff. I've never experienced anything even remotely really? close to this. Like, everything that has seemed that way was, like was very obviously a figment of my imagination. Mm. And to what you were saying before, like as somebody with a very active imagination, one that is like detrimental to me at times, <laughs> <laughs> like with that, like my entire life, I haven't had a bad dream or a nightmare really? since really? I was like seven. I'll uh, oh. see. I have once or twice a year. I'll, I'll have uh, what's what I call the howling dream. You know, the movie, the howling. I do not. It was a, it was a, it was a Bad uh, werewolf movie. Oh yeah, uh, but, but like, like <laughs> that tw- wasn't the Kool Aid Man. That <laughs> was Smash. <Mesh. laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, tw- twice a year, though, I will have your apartment's haunted by the Kool Aid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I have gone through so much spackle. Imagine. <laughs> uh, Unreasonable. Sorry, you, yeah. the, the <laughs> howling dream. Yeah, twice twice a year, I will basically be back in um, my my grandparents' house. And everywhere we go, uh, there'll be like werewolves, like from out of that movie. And I'll oh like, God. I'll be with a different collection of friends, like each time. But yeah. we'll always be trying to like get out. And every door you open, like there, there's one hiding in there, and you like, yeah. you have to fight it and stuff like that. Like, and I wake up terrified oh. every oh, time. Wow! Like the last bad, like scary dream I had was like it was a recurring dream, where it was like <laughs> it was like there was a thunderstorm. It was like pouring rain. And a giant ripped the roof off of my house and like grabbed me and my family. And like it kind of like ended there and dissipated. But like I also, as a kid, drew this like big mural type thing that had a like Jack and the Beanstalk portion of this mm. little drawn mural. And I put it on my ceiling above my bed. So like subconsciously, I was looking at a giant yeah, before, you <laughs> yeah. before I went to sleep every yeah. night. So like I think that was part of it. But again, like <laughs> I, I like. I have not had any experiences. And then, like, I hear about it, and I'm in places where I, like, I I worked at a, I've talked about this before, I worked at a summer camp for a long time. Mm-hmm. And summer camp is a very famous uh, ghost story, one that is, like, typical of a lot of uh, places, The like a, a white lady mm. story. For those of you who don't know, it's uh, generally uh, a, a bride who is waiting for... Uh, her groom who does not arrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story was, there used to be a train that went around the lake that this camp was on, uh, which is true. Uh, and there was a big crash, uh, which was also true. Uh, and on this train was the groom coming to meet his bride to be. 
uh, and she was on like a horse. Mm-hmm. And there's like photos of people like this all over. Like we found it. Like we went to the libraries and found stuff like that. Uh, but like the stories were all about her going through these these kind of canopied trails that go right along the the water. And that stuff like freaked the hell out of me as a kid. But like I never experienced anything like that. And tons of people at the camp did. They like oh. they'd have experience where they'd like hear like hooves, and they'd kind of freak out and they'd like move faster and they'd go to another place i had a friend who like like he was looking around and like there weren't a ton of deer in that area like there were deer but he was looking for them he didn't see any of them it wasn't that dark out yet and he just like sprinted to uh the area where he was staying on the campground like kind of rustled up the the campfire that he had earlier so it was like burning again and he just like got in the fetal position and closed his eyes and every time he closed his eyes he would like hear the the hooves like circling him and like for like two hours he was just he just said he was like paralyzed with fear and every time he closed his eyes he would hear that and then like people came like he heard other people's voices in different parts of the camp and he once they came like it kind of stopped but he like told this story to us just as pale as i've ever seen a person and i i like that freaked me out and i nothing not even a tiny (laughs) not even a, a like a do you want to oh, be haunted, yeah. Andy? Yeah, I mean, if you if you hear that ghost, go to Andy's place instead of staying here. <laughs> I uh, like it's not about want; it's just I. It that's something I've never come close to experiencing. Like I feel like I've been around people who have experienced that kind of stuff, but like nothing. Hmm. Well, lucky you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I mean, every every time I've experienced it, it's been just really terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why I'm not like right. right. Oh boy, you're not like coming <laughs> at me some ghost. of that. Well, no, yeah. I was as a kid. Like that was the way for me to like not be scared of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was like, you're, speaking of like sweat bees, did you ever see Candyman? <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. It was a, it's like a horror movie, mm-hmm. and there's like bees that come out of his mouth and stuff. No, oh yeah, but uh-huh. like that was nope. a movie that I saw on TV, uh, kind of like accidentally way before I I should have as a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a part of the premise is that you say Candyman three times and he comes out of a mirror. Right. So like right. mirrors were like a big scary thing. And there were some mirrors in my basement and the basement of my parents' house, uh, the stairs that go down, there's a wall against one of them that splits the basement in two halves. So the one side of the stairs opens up into one area and the other side has these little triangles against the wall where like you can see into the other side. And so going up and down those stairs, I was like, just anticipating hands coming out. To oh, yeah. yeah. So I had those fears, but like to like psych myself up, it'd be like, come on. <laughs> come at Breathe. me, ghost. Come at me, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my way of like psyching myself up. But so it I sounds like it worked. Up the stairs. I, yeah. 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 Those ghosts were like, I'm not messing with Andy. Yeah, they're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. That eight year old is like, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 tough. Is a, that is a tough kid. That's a tough eight year old. Well, not my, you grab his ankle. <laughs> grabbing his ankle. Wait, is that the extent of your, of your ghost stories or do you? <gasps> Or do you do you have one? Do, do I mean because like I um I've got more like stuff I can talk about. Well, um, you, you you mentioned earlier that you uh, would like to to hunt ghosts, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I have like uh, I have a couple of EMF meters. Um, what is an EMF meter? Uh, electromagnetic field. Okay. Yeah, so like really, they're supposed to be for finding unshielded wiring. So like that's that's the idea. Like you're kind of like bring them around your apartment and make sure that everything is um, shielded correctly because unshielded wiring is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
ostensibly they're supposed to be able to detect ghosts because ghosts, like we were saying before, if they are real, they are made out of electricity and they generate a magnetic field. And so one of them is just like a, like a gauze meter and you can kind of see the digital display kind of go up and down with numbers. And the other one is uh, just lights that kind of like go in a semicircle across from green to red. Um, and uh, yeah, I would love to use those in some kind of ghost hunting capacity. Have you? Um, kind of, sorta. Yeah. Um, actually, at one of the armory retreats. Oh. Yeah, we were across we, the road. Uh, uh, the uh, and where was though, that? No, actually, no. It was it was in the it was in the building. It was in the oh, basement. Okay. Oh, and yeah. let's Which remind has a everyone. Story. <laughs> and let's remind everybody also that where that's located. Oh, upstate New York. There we go. Oh, man. The place is just lousy. Did you, with... did you find anything? So here's oh, what happened man. is we, we were using a Ouija board, mm-hmm. which is supposed to not be a good idea. Right. Um, and uh, we're doing it, and we lay, it seemed like we had contacted some things, like a little girl and whatnot. And at one point, uh, while we were talking to the spirit... Um, I put down the I put down the EMF meter that uses the lights, and I just said to whatever was in the room, I said, "Hey, if you're around, you see this device here. If you can, try to make it light up. Um, we'd really appreciate it." And so we like just you just I'm like just walk over to it, touch it, whatever. And almost immediately after saying that, the light like shot up. Hmm. And let. And I think I'm trying to remember if it happened again. It at least happened once. It might have happened twice. And um, the thing is, is like it was just dead the whole time. Like there wasn't any movement out of it. Nobody else was moving in the room mm. to bring like any kind of piece of electronic mm. electronics closer to it. And it it didn't spike at any other point except for when I asked whatever mm-hmm. we thought was in the room to to make it go off. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that could be a coincidence. And it also, I remember um, it it was in the pool room at this place. Yeah. And under the pool table, I had put my hoodie and I went to get it. And under the pool table was ice cold. And the rest of the room was not cold. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. So I went to grab it and I grabbed the hoodie and I'm like, it. this is like it's been in a refrigerator. Whoa. And when you put your hand under the table, it was freezing just in a spot under the table, oh, wow. which I was like, that's, I don't know how to explain that guys. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I really don't. Yeah. So, I, I do. Oh, go ahead, Andy. You, yeah. I, well, yeah, I, you wasn't were, I remember. No, yeah. yeah. Cause uh, we were all there. You were asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was up at that point. Like, oh, I, right. I, cause I remember you guys coming upstairs afterwards and I was like, what happened? And you're like, no, we don't want to talk about You're it. You're like, uh, stuff happened. Yeah. Like there was definitely like it a trauma. Us, it told us to go away. Yeah. 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 There was a trauma on everybody involved. And I remember like, cause, cause Heather and I and, and Chris, um, shared, shared a room. room. Uh, and we were supposed to be in the no party room. Yeah. Heather lied. Um, <laughs> she, she very much partied. And I remember just sort of like seeing her like terrified. Um, when she came upstairs and she's like, yeah, it was so freaky. Like, uh, anyway, can I have some absinthe? And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That'll help. Yeah. I was like, you're terrified of ghosts and you're having absinthe at like 2.30 in the Give morning? Yes. Bring, yeah, yes. Bring it on. Yeah. Um, That's the perfect time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I blame partially on you. And it may have been cold. 
because Chris at the air conditioner to 60 and then cold. No, that was in was your room. Down. Yeah, I know. But that I think was in it, the I think no it was, party room. I think it was freezing the rest of the place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, technically, you know, cold air, something could have just set the thing off coincidentally. Cold sure. air does settle to the bottom of the sure. room. You know, mm. but um, like the... And it's sort of funny because I remember the first time because you know we went up to that place twice, yeah. and the first time we used the Ouija board, it felt very positive and nice, mm. um, and it had a really good energy. Like you kind of feel a good energy. This time it was not. Yeah, did not have a good energy yeah. at all. Um, so you keep saying if they're a ghost, but it seems like you've had a lot of experience. Like, wh- what does your gut tell you? Do you think it's a series of coincidences, or do you really think there's? I think something's going on. As to whether it's dead people or not, that I don't know. You know, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. Mm. I believe that there are phenomenon out there uh, that we don't understand and that things that, that there are things happening that people see that multiple people see. Mm. Um, but I just don't know what those things are. So like, I know the things that happened to me, right? And so I know something weird is happening that we don't understand. I'm repeating myself, but I just don't know if it's mm. dead people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there is some sort of force out there. I really do believe that. I live that something is out there, some kind of force that multiple people see uh, and experience that we just don't know what it is. I mean, we are, our senses are pretty limited. Mm-hmm. You know, we only, you know, kind of experience so much of the universe around us. And so I think that there are some things that kind of, I don't know, I think the veil gets a little thin sometimes. And that we see or experience things that we wouldn't normally in certain circumstances. Um, yeah. Okay. So another thing that, um, and this is kind of going back to the dream thing that I experienced is called uh, sleep hypnagogia. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. And that's like when either right before you fall asleep or right when you wake up, you see stuff. So it's, it's very similar to sleep paralysis, except for you're not paralyzed. And so the first time I ever experienced this, I woke up uh, in the middle of the night and I looked up to the ceiling and I saw a bunch of giant spiders coming down from the ceiling onto me. And they were ranging in size from like maybe a couple inches across to about a foot across. And they looked real as anything. And I leaned over to my girlfriend at the time and I was like, all right, listen, don't freak out, but a spider is about to land on your head. And then she freaked out. Yeah, yeah, like you do, and then kicked me out, and I could, I didn't get to sleep in the bed uh, that night. But um, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, was, mm. did she think you were fucking with her? Or? Uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, only later because that was the first time I ever experienced it. I was about mm. twenty five, twenty six, something like that. Oh, okay. And uh, then from then on, like it, it just kind of kept happening, and it would happen more when I'm stressed or when I'm okay. like mm. working on something kind of artistic, and it has to be pretty dark for it to happen. Um, I was living in this one bedroom apartment in Madison, Wisconsin, before I moved to New York. And that was the place where it happened the most. And this place was just kind of creepy. It had a ton of closets all along one wall. It had one, this one long wall with just nothing but closets. And then one weird little tiny room attached to my bedroom mm-hmm. that kind of attached to another person's apartment. It was freaking weird. But one night, I, I wake up and I look into the corner and I see somebody crouching in the corner, looking like it's dressed in rags. And so naturally, I sit up and I look at the thing and I say, hello. And as I say hello, it turns around and looks at me. And it has a skull for a face and a huge toothy grin. At, 
that point, I you know freaked out and I turned on the lights and hmm. it kind of dissipates. Um, but but yeah, that was that was probably the scariest thing I ever saw. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. yeah. Nope. Andy's yeah, just shaking be- his head and he's like, nope, nope, <laughs> no, thank you. And he's like that that gift that's like, nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. nope I might nope. still be screaming if that had <laughs> happened to me. Yeah, yeah, that is. I had a hard time getting back to sleep that night. But I, I generally find that yeah. as long as I keep like, and this sounds silly, but as long as I keep some kind of nightlight on, mm. I'm generally okay. Okay. So you have, so you do that now. I yep. actually do that. And yeah, I, I find that if I don't, that I, that I will, I will see stuff again. Um, and it's, 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 I wouldn't call it a condition, but it's a thing that happens to people, you know, basically mm. it's, it's the dream world kind of, um, intruding into the real world. Like that's what you're seeing. You're seeing bits of your dreams in the real world. You know, at least that's the reasonable explanation for it. Mm-hmm. The completely unreasonable explanation for it is that you are in that area between awake and asleep. And when you're in that time period, when you're in that state, you're more sensitive to things you wouldn't normally be able to see. So you're seeing spirits, beings, whatever that you would see, you would not see when you're fully awake. Mm-hmm. Skull face um, ragman. Like so, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of the gold-fashioned skull-faced ragman. You know, he was just not put in an '80s cartoon. He just got left right. on the drawing yeah. board. Yeah, yeah. he's just like his brother Skeletor. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you know what he was doing in the corner crouch down? It just, just he was like just, playing with micro machines or something. <laughs> <laughs> something totally not creepy. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because um, that's what I was thinking. It was like if if you could get past being freaked out, it'd be good to be like, so what are you doing, buddy? Right. Like, like yeah. if you well, are from the other plane, like. Why are, why were you here in my room doing the thing that you're doing? That's, right. Yeah. That my th- other thing is like people are like, oh, I'm afraid a ghost is gonna kill me. I've never heard of that. No. Yeah. I I mean I I've actually... heard of people getting like scratched or something. Oh or sure. Like having like something physical happen to them that was like not a good thing. Maybe not like detrimental mm. uh, sure. in a serious way. But like I've never heard of somebody like ghost murder. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've always well, been Matt, fascinated. Matt has a story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, there is, and there is one apparently, from my understanding, there is one documented case of a fatality involving a ghost. Uh, okay, and, and I think there's a movie about it. If if you look up, like, is it called Ghost? No. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's go- yeah, it's uh, it's 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 Ghost SVU. Um, oh, yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, then if you looked up like uh, one recorded ghost killing, you'd probably find the movie. But mm. um, I think it happened like in the 19th century, and, and I mean, obviously, who knows? It's probably not true. That's when spiritualism was really big. People were super into this stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, apparently one. But yeah, you know, you're absolutely right, though, Andy. Like for the most part, yeah, people who kill guy by by ghosts, they get they get spooked. They get killed and then become ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you yeah. don't hear about it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I always found it appealing the thought of like talking to a ghost and just being like, "What's your deal? Yeah, like, well, what happened? Have you? I don't know what it's called. It's like this. It's like a talk box sort of thing that just like scrambles radio. Yeah, transmissions. Box. Right. And so you would ask a question and it would just be like, and like individual words would kind of come out. And like everything I've seen of that just seems like really cool. Like that's kind of fascinating to mm-hmm. me because that seems like the most like. Uh, I don't know the right word for it, but like present or tactile, like mm. sure, yeah, communicate rather than just saying like turn this light on for me, like right. It, it's yeah. like something yeah. that like I don't know clicks with you know a human brain a little bit more than sure. There was some in terms har- of communication. There was some horror movie about that where like a person would record static and then play it back and hear things and slowly went insane. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was, it was like an EVP movie or something. Yeah. White Noise. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a freaky movie. Yeah, that was a freaky movie. It did yeah. not have a happy... Oh, that was with Michael Keaton, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I remember it being just like dark as dark Oh, my fuck. goodness. He's yeah. a snowman, right? He was. Yes, he yes. Was a, that was the movie was, where he was, was a actually, snowman. Yeah. He's yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a policeman. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was actually the prequel where he dies and then becomes the snowman. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we're, we are running low on our normally allotted time. Oh, uh, man. Uh, do we have anything else that we want to cover? I mean, we can go however long well, we want. Do you have any experience with that? Or have you? do you have one? Or I, I don't. I want one. Um, I actually do want one. But I, I love watching like the ghost hunting shows yeah. with them because, oh. you know, um, there's... What's your favorite? My favorite ghost hunting show? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, the BuzzFeed one, actually. Okay. Have you guys seen that? It's uh, Unsolved. Um, oh, yeah. I love mm-hmm. Unsolved. They do some cool stuff. Oh, my God. They're oh, hilarious. I'm have to watch they're this. very funny. It's like, like these two dudes, they do, they talk about like murders that went unsolved and stuff, but then they go to like actual like purported haunted houses and yeah. will like spend the night and stuff. Ryan and Shane. They're There's so funny. My favorite one of that, like they use the spirit box in this bedroom and they're like asking its name and it's like, Spaghetti. <laughs> it's like the one time where like they didn't get something like normal. <laughs> like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, because I think it's like Shane's always making fun of Ryan. He's like a you know, real skeptic. He's a real skeptic. He's okay. like, oh, what do you think? Is his name Spaghetti? Is that what it is, Ryan? <laughs> but Ryan is the kind of person who's like all about aliens and like mm-hmm. the possibility of all this stuff. So, so he he's, sees that and he's like, yes. yes well, he yes. laughed quite a bit when that <laughs> hit. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I I, I, I do vaguely remember yeah. it. Like I kind of want to go home and watch it now. I, I'm going to uh, It's in the up. middle of like this. It's like a, one of the more disturbing stories like of this this house that couldn't get sold and this woman who had it and like this spirit like threw her dog and so like really kind of disturbing stuff but then when they're trying to communicate with it like everything was like kind of like a food related mm-hmm. <laughs> i think we, i think we have our answer that that it's it's hungry i guess yeah. so. the ghost yeah. just needs some spaghetti oh, could you imagine if you died <laughs> hungry and that was the energy that you oh, projected no. and you're just hungry That's for eternity hungry all the time yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna knock over this colander. Maybe they'll get the, yeah. get the message. <laughs> Maybe someone will they'll make me spaghetti. Me. Maybe some sp- spaghetti. <laughs> so I would be mad because, like, well, if you can knock over the colander, you can make some fucking spaghetti. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? But then what if you I can't... mean, just focus <laughs> your attention. Yeah. But, like, then you can't eat it because you're not corporeal. So, oh, man. where does it go? What a conundrum. Right. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, mm. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. We don't, we don't None know. Of us know. Yeah. We don't right. know. Maybe, maybe that's like. Maybe you make the food and then they eat the ghost version of that food, mm. right? right? There's a kind of... And then, once you've killed the spaghetti. Ghost yeah, once you've killed The spirit it. of that <laughs> pasta <laughs> goes to a different plane and uh, can be yeah. eaten by other ghosts. Yeah, that, it, unless maybe it was when it comes back out and that's why they tried to scare Matt in the bathroom. See, that seems... Yeah. When he was doing number two. Oh, yeah. Right. But to me, that's, that's, that's more good. zombie. <laughs> poop seems more zombie undead. Mm. I mean, yeah. It's been, it's been through the ringer. I mean, this is, we're yeah. splitting hairs here, but... Like. <laughs> Listen, scientifically, I believe that uh, shits are zombie related. <laughs> I, I personally don't have, like, a belief in any of this. Like, there's there's two major camps when it comes to shit, all right? There's, there's the ghost camp and the zombie camp. Yeah. Yeah. Pick, a pick a side, because you got to yep. pick one. Pick, yep. a, pick a side. Yep. I mean, corn lives on. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we've exhausted this conversation. I don't know. I mean, I'm still, all right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, God, we've guys, got, we went what to a bad place. Ghosts are just all corn. Jeez. Oh, wow. The, they're the part, they're the corn part. Corns and roaches. Corns are the things that just never die. Things that never die. Oh, my goodness. That's upsetting. 
It yeah, is. It is an upset. It's an I'm upset. not going to dream about a man made of corn and roaches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a roach <Yeah>. corn. <laughs> Where's Joy? I can't be alone. <laughs> oh, no, the, ro- the roach corn man is back. Uh, I, I remember, Joy, I'm so sorry. I remember uh, I was in college and we were, uh, I was going. Brad. I, I, <laughs> I was living, uh, living, uh, no, I was, I was home and we were, uh, a friend of mine had gotten me tickets to see REM. Uh, so, but it was in Albany. So we had to drive to Albany. Okay. Um, yeah. and we drove there, saw the concert and then we were going to stay in a hotel and then like go back. Uh, and we watched a show about like alien abductions, but it was one of those like, you know, alien abductions are real and blah, blah, blah sure. kind of thing. Uh, and then we turned off the light to go to bed and then like. 15 minutes afterwards, I just said to him, I was like, are you too scared to fall asleep too? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so we stayed up for another like couple of hours because we were just so freaked out. Because like every, we were, it was one of those like motels where um, like cars were constantly pulling in. So you were constantly seeing like headlights. Everything's like, on the ground the, floor. Yeah, everything's on the ground floor. Oh, so yeah. like you, it constantly felt like the aliens were, were definitely going to come abduct us at that moment. Right, right. Uh, and it was like, we're... Like, we're in our 20s. <laughs> mm-hmm. We should be able to watch a show about alien abductions and not feel like it's definitely going to happen, but we definitely felt like it was going to happen. I'm very susceptible, and you guys aren't going anywhere. I'm <laughs> <on doors. laughs> um, are we ready for the speed round? Or anybody, yeah. anybody got anything no, else? No, yeah. I think I'm ready. No, All right. Let's do it. Uh, you're Just Me movie. Uh, it's an anime movie called uh, Yurisa Yatsura, Beautiful Dreamer. It is a, oh. yeah, yeah, it is, it is the, the second movie in the, uh, Yurisa Yatsura series. Of course, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. I think, I think that <laughs> means, uh, annoying alien. Um, of course but, it does. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's this very, it's, if I remember correctly, it was directed by Mamoru Oshii, and my goodness, I'm sorry if that's wrong, but, uh, but really famous anime director, um, that did things, I believe, like Ghost in the Shell. <clears throat> Uh, later oh, okay. on, yeah, and it's just this really beautiful anime. It was from the '80s, and it's very '80s feeling. Um, all obviously hand drawn and whatnot, and it's just a lot of it is about a dream. Like they're all kind of s- stuck in a dream. Not to spoil anything, but it's like 40 years old, so oh well. And <laughs> um, and it's just like the the sound design and the acting and just the directing. It's all just so like beautiful and kind of otherworldly. It's always it's always affected me quite a bit. What what is a draw to anime? Because I've never really been able to get into it. Um, I think when I was, it started when I was a kid, and I just found the animation style to be of a better quality than other animation that was around. Because remember, like as a little kid, I'd watch He Man and be like, it's pretty bad. But then I'd watch Robotech and I'd be like, oh damn, like this looks a lot better mm-hmm. than everything else. And like later on in life, I'm like, man, what was Robotech? How come that's so much better? I'm like, oh, that's anime. Mm-hmm. And then okay. I started getting into anime and started realizing that. You know, it told so many stories in so many different ways. And just, yeah, kind of, it was, the for me, it was uh, the most intense in college. I was super into it in college and kind of since fell out of it, but still very much appreciate it. Okay, cool. Um, You just mean music. Uh, A band called Starcadian. Maybe it's a guy. It's kind of like a a techno uh, dance-ish sort of thing. Like, I, I guess I could compare it to Daft Punk. Okay. Um, but and every like all a lot of his albums are kind of produced almost like a movie, like they're all kind of I think almost like concept pieces where there it seems like there's kind of like things going on 
and whatnot. But it's uh, every song is obviously stands on its own, and it's just really cool. I highly recommend it. If you like Daft Punk, check out Starcadian. Well, I, I got there. No, I just I'm going to. It sounds cool. Yeah, it's really fun. I I always struggle with um, like listening to those things independently. Like mm. like if if Daft Punk comes on. I enjoy it, but I wouldn't necessarily put this CD on because, um, like, if I'm just around the house, because I'm not going to, like, do what I'm supposed to do to that music, I guess. Yeah, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Like, sometimes I'll, like, if I'm working or something and mm-hmm. I need music in the background, it's great for that. Okay. You know, or if I'm walking somewhere, it's perfect. Like, it's great walking in New York City. Okay, music. cool. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, if I'm just going to, like, listen to music and say, like, clean or something or, hmm. I don't know, hang out, no way. Okay. That wouldn't, <laughs> that wouldn't be my choice either. Okay. But, like, it's great pre-show music. Oh, yeah, no, it sounds yeah. like, yeah, no, definitely. Cool. Um, just me food. I like to, uh, I like to dip pizza in honey. Ooh. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds I, really good. I'm a big honey fan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I found my people. <laughs> uh, so that's what we're going to do while we're yeah. protecting Duster from ghosts yeah. after we end this. You know, yeah, if you guys stay, I'll order pizza and honey. How did you... Uh, done. <laughs> come upon that? Wow, I... Um, did you just do it on your own or did I somebody did, show you? I think I did it on my own and I, I don't remember how the heck it happened. I mean, maybe... Maybe it was like the classic pizza truck and honey truck, and they. they come oh yeah, the classic. Yeah, you know, Everybody the ran classic out into the street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. story as old as time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pizza truck, yeah. honey truck. I got you know that I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. My my guess is is I was probably a poor college student, and was like, well, I got pizza and I've got honey. Let's yeah. see what happens. <laughs> that sounds good. I've uh, never heard of that. It's most tasty cuisine. That's, yeah, yeah, that's like how that. it happens. Yep. Uh, for some reason, I'm just picturing a ghost over his shoulder, be like, "I told you about it. <laughs> Remember? Remember when I haunted you and I told you try pizza and honey? I whispered it into your ear." Oh man, I I, I just never give the ghosts any credit. Yeah, no. that's why that's why I'm getting haunted. Yep. Yeah, it is. So, do you like drizzle it on, or do you like I lo- physically dip? I like to dip it. Okay. Yeah, I'm like because like I'm like kind of like sometimes maybe I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, so, that's I, fair. Yeah. You have that mass of honey, like I. Like, oh, like on the plate? Yeah, but you put like a lot. You just like I put a I like I I'll just kind of like pour like a little like you know like a little sauce thing. But you're you're right. Sometimes it's inconvenient because honey, it isn't the most viscous sauce in the world. And yeah. Sometimes it just kind of gets everywhere. Um. But yeah, that's my cross to bear. I guess. I mean, honey okay. honey is very antibacterial, so you could just dip it in the jar. Is that right? It is actually. It has a lot of antibacterial properties. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. did not know that. Yeah. It does. Honey's yeah. one of the few things that never goes bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I heard about like the Egyptian honey. That's yeah. why. And whatnot. Well, how interesting. Antibacterial. Nice. See, I've, yeah, I've been, I've been a big fan of honey for a long time. So dip that pizza right in the I'm honey. I'm going to dip it right in the honey. It's in the jar. I'm just going to get my own yeah. honey jar. I can't even comprehend that taste right now. Like, oh. I, can't, I, gotta do it. It I can't goes, piece it together. It goes with things much, like many more things than you would expect. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I like I was res- I always liked honey, but like I never thought about doing it until somebody was like, "I'm gonna put like honey and peanut butter in a sandwich instead mm-hmm. of jelly," and I was like, "What? What?" Right. <laughs> and then like from lie. then on, I was like, "This is not." So that you do that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. My uh, for Christmas, I got a little jar of uh, vanilla honey, which is what? out of this world. It sounds so good. And like as just as like a snack or something, if I'm like in a rush to like leave like peanut butter, that vanilla honey. <gasps> On like a like a hearty like wheat bread. Oh yeah, it's it's great. That sounds awesome. It's like filling and it's like not too sweet and it's got mm-hmm. the it's the sweet and salty. It's great. 
Oh, sweet and salty. What a combo. Oh, yeah. yeah. But when that sweet truck hits the salty truck. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best. When you run out in the street and they're both there. Yeah. A real happy accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys ever had... People sp- are dead. Like, but, 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 <laughs> but, but a sweet accident. Have, have we had what? Uh, like spicy honey. Oh, yes. I have had a Hell few. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, it's real. Spicy honey's real good. Yeah. I, I my, my Norwegian uh, palate doesn't... I love the way mm. spicy things taste, but like physically, I just can't handle them sometimes. Yeah, I, but I, I do. <laughs> I have enjoyed some of that. I, I, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing Andy being like, "It tastes so good, and it hurts so bad." <laughs> Seriously, that's, that's the way it is. I'll be like, kind of crying and sweating. Be like, oh, it's, it's, it's good. It's so good. <laughs> just like heavy mouth breathing, <laughs> more than usual. <laughs> I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised to hear that you had, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised to hear that you also had spicy honey. I just, I just assume that, like, I I don't, I, in my mind, honey doesn't get a lot of market penetration, so that, like, variations (laughs) on, variations on the honey theme would feel like they would be incredibly rare, but it seems like uh, it's just I mean, I don't know. I'm obsessed with spicy, like, I love spicy things, so anything I see... it's like dumb if you mark it's like when people say you buy things for labels yeah it's like if you market something as spicy i'm just like oh yes i'm gonna try that what's the weirdest spicy thing you've ever had oh i would have to think about that i don't we don't have enough time to think about it now i've I've, i got spicy fruit by the foot the other day what (laughs) yeah spicy skittles yeah i got spicy skittles oh oh, i've not had that yeah and starburst i haven't found those in a while the starburst is better than the skittles spicy starburst yeah I want that. I yeah. want to try that. If, if I find some, I'll, oh, please. I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll pick up a pack for please, you. Please, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what we're eating in the next podcast. Yes, we're definitely spicy eating spicy. Starburst. spicy candy. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. also, what if we each bring a spicy thing? Yeah. Ooh. You guys are going to have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for Andy. Yeah. Again, yeah, my Scandinavian taste buds are not going to... Yeah, that... The sound you hear is Andy's sweat falling on top of the microphone <laughs> from the spicy food. And then bees. bees yeah. <laughs> and then just the bees from the eyelids. Yeah. Why are sweat bees in the thing? How do they even get in here? When you picture sweat, don't you just picture like a he- like a hefty, like a chubby bee that yes. like can't <laughs> yeah. keep up with the rest of the yeah. hive? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. why I uh, and, he's, and he's got the uh, those little like sweatpants right. on. Like, well, Chubby Bee sounds like a kid's gym or something <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. right? For, for like fat kids where they're trying to like. Well, get just them. in general, like it's it's got kind of like a it's a cutesy sort of like yeah. I I don't know. That, I don't know. The girl right. from the not even want to say it. Like it made, it made me think of like the Blind Melon song. Right. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like. Imagine if that girl was drinking your tears. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. It's one of those things where, like, there are certain times where you, where, like, when people talk about, like, I don't know why I'm getting into this, but when people talk about, like, God and God created all the creatures on Earth and blah, blah, blah whatever, it's like. God's like, and now bees. <laughs> yeah. No bees that eat your sweat. Like. No. Like, do you really, like, that had to be an evolutionary thing. Or God's like a tremendous dick for inventing Well, think about it. The world needs bees. Yeah. Right. No, but it doesn't need you know what? bees you know what that the eat world... your tears. But I'm, I'm just no. saying, like, there are good people and bad people, and maybe some bees went rogue and... <laughs> no, but I'm going to argue, you know what the world doesn't need? Mosquitoes. I've, I've, heard, yeah. I've seen studies. They, they have no purpose. There's they no serve purpose. zero ecological purpose. They could die and everybody... Yep. And everyone would be, be fine. fine. It would disturb nothing. Yeah. Like, so where is that? What is God doing there? What, what do bats <laughs> eat then? Where's what does God, God need with a mosquito? <laughs> Jesus. 
Bats eat, what do bats yeah. eat then? There's other bugs. That, yeah, they yeah. can eat other things. I guess. I mean, that, that, that's kind of what was my, one of my thought was, too, is that, well, what about the bats? What about the, the flying things? And Again, similar to Nightmare, like, I don't get, mosquitoes don't bite me. All right. Andy, not everyone Andy. can live a charmed life. Yeah. All right. I would not say that means I have a charmed <laughs> life. Um, that's pretty good. Mm, let me ask, yeah. you, let me also, ask there, you guys this question. Yeah. How do we know that... Because if Andy's never experienced any of this stuff... You're going to say Andy's a ghost, right? Because right. I've already been thinking this the entire podcast. Yeah. I have never yep. physically touched Andy in my life. Twist. I don't know if if my hand would go through him. This is some some real... Don't yeah. you dare yeah. disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about rolling myself out of the room, but then I realized I would have like dragged the table with me. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, your just me celebrity crush, um, Kelly Clarkson. Okay, what about Kelly Clarkson? She just seems like really cool, you know, and like really nice. And obviously, she's insanely talented and intelligent and awesome. And you know, she's like she's and she's cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love the fact that she's a judge on a different singing show than the singing show that she that she won for. She won for. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. And she's pretty good at it, too, if anybody watches The Voice. Did she win the first season she was on? She did, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's the first winner. She just seems like a a fun person to be around. Yeah, she does. She seems genuine. I think that's like a a real draw for me. Yeah. And and I think this is something that like Emma and I have discussed, you know, because it's like that kind of thing. Um, I will say neither of us have like a list. Like that, (laughs) you know, people talk about the list. Because it's like, what, like, let's say you've got your list, what they're... Someone's gonna say yes, right? They like, show up in front of you, and you're they're just you're just like, well, you're on my list, yeah. So obviously, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, no. Yeah, I'm, I, and I probably got this from a stand-up routine, right? And this is because that's what this sounds like right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm mm. <laughs> yeah, we have a list, but um, <laughs> but it's, it's more no of shame, a, no shame. It's more of a it's more of like a floating list because I'm pretty sure like if the situation presented itself, floating like a ghost. Ooh. Do you have like a ghost crush? I have a dead. I mean, I have a dead celebrity crush. Is that a ghost? Wait, I, wait, a what? A dad? Well, just my. I mean, my one of my celebrity crushes is dead. So, oh, who is it? I heard dead too. Um, I can't remember if I said this once before, but uh, it's DeForest Kelly who played Doctor McCoy on Star Trek. Oh yeah, series. Oh yeah, he was like my first crush as a kid. Do you have one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have more of a crush on the new, um, uh, Star Trek Doc, whatever his name is. No, I mean the, the guy. Car- the guy who plays it, Carl Urban. Yeah, he's great. Dead yeah. crush though. Dead. Um, come back to me. You go first. Do you have one? Um, uh, well, I'll get no. Gilda Radner. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, like Audrey Hepburn, but that's like she's still alive. Is she? No, <laughs> she's, she's dead, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> I believe everything you say, and I hate it. <laughs> I again, I didn't deny that I was a ghost. That's, that's yep, true. That's because oh. Andy's a ghost. Yeah, is, hmm. she's alive to me. Uh, right. So if you think she's alive, then that makes you a ghost. This is canon right. now. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit, Andy's a ghost. This yeah. is canon, guys. Yeah. In the in the wow. comments, just like comment if you've ever actually physically touched Andy. So you can oh, prove that man, he's not a ghost. I we hugged like, on Monday. I feel like Monday. that's an uncomfortable <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I hugged section. you on Monday. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, maybe, maybe you put the thought in my brain. I don't know. Uh, 
Anyway, um, <laughs> man, where can people see more about what you do? Uh, well, let's see here. Um, I uh, like websites and stuff like that. Yeah, if they if they want to see you perform, if um, they want to see you uh, do whatever it is that you do. Nice. Where where should they go? Great. What should well, they do? Okay. Well, uh, there's uh, the Armory. I perform uh, Fridays 9:30 p.m. Uh, with Falcon Toss, my improv team. Uh, occasionally, I still do shows, indie improv shows, with the Internet Disagrees, and with uh, my duo group with Leah Evans. Uh, okay. Uh, we actually just did a show a couple of weeks ago at a. At a you guys at were great. Thank formerly, you. yeah. Formerly the booze room. Okay. Yeah, Leah and I used to be the booze room, and we retired it and then became okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so I think that uh, that about sums it up for now. Hopefully more stuff coming down uh, the, old, the old stream. <laughs> 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 is that a term? It is now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on board. Nice. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. A lot of yeah. fun. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye, Andy. Oh my God, Andy just flew away. He's a ghost. It's confirmed.